Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Game Plan Podcast, the New York Jets audio experience hosted by me, Tyler, owner of New York Jets Game Plan on Instagram. Um, and we are back for episode three of the Game Plan Podcast. I hope everyone had a great holiday break, um, a great holiday overall, as I did myself. Um, but yeah, we're back for episode three as the Jets just got done beating the Cleveland Browns at home this past Sunday for their second win of this season, which does secure them the number two overall pick in this year's NFL draft. Um, we'll see how that matures over the offseason, and we'll see what they could do with that pick overall as things start working themselves out as we come to the end of the 2020 season next week when the Jets visit New England for their final game of this crazy, weird 2020 NFL season. So, some things planned for you guys today, a little overview of the post game, a couple mailbag questions, and we'll leave you on a high note. Um, so, to start it off, Cleveland... Coming into MetLife really injured, um, COVID-wise, receivers were placed on COVID protocol. Um, some tight ends, I believe, they also had out. But overall, the receivers, Jarvis Landry, Rashard Higgins, um, other really high-powered weapons that Cleveland likes to deploy on that offense were just not there. So the Jets were able to really shut down Baker and cause him to have quite a few turnovers. Um, hats off to the defensive line, that those middle linebackers and those corners for really shutting down. Um, shutting down the Browns' offense. That has been a juggernaut for most of the season. Understandably, they couldn't really get much going against a uh, healthy Jets team that was coming into MetLife energized after that first win in L.A. not two weeks ago. So um, this coming week, they face the New England Patriots, who are getting healthier themselves. I believe they just took Julian Edelman off of injured reserve. He'll play this week. Um, but I believe this is a game that the Jets will win, ultimately. Um I do think they win in New England this week to bring their overall record to three and thirteen. Not gonna, um, not gonna promise anything, but I do believe everyone should be rooting for a win this week. Um, the Jets are now locked into that number two overall selection in this year's um, NFL draft, so there's really no point for a loss. Um, Adam Gase's job at this point is nowhere near secured. Um, we all know he's likely to be out of the Jets coaching staff after the season concludes. So they will get a head start, not a head start, but a start um, on their coaching search uh, starting January 4th um, when he is let go. Um, a few names already rambling off in the media. Um, Don Wink, Martindale, um, Ravens defensive coordinator, Pat Fitzgerald, um, I've heard they have interest in um, from Northwestern. Um, but we'll hear more names. We'll hear more rumors. It's the offseason starts to really um trot along um but yeah the jets are looking to re-sign many players coming this offseason and they're really in tryouts right now for this last game here um i know names like marcus may they're definitely going to look to resign. um jordan jenkins is a free agent so we'll see how those players play in this coming week and we'll see what the jets plan to do with many of their pending free agents that quite frankly have had an impact on this team this year um Especially in these two wins, uh, I think the defense and some players on offense have been able to sufficiently prove that they'll be able to stick around for the long term if their deals work out from the front office to their agents to if they want to stay in New York. So we'll see how that works out. So overall, post-game reaction from Cleveland versus New York Jets, a meh. The Jets really should have won this game with all of Cleveland's receivers out. Um, the defense got tired later in the game, Cleveland's that is, and the Jets were really able to wrap that game up 23-16. to 
Um, I think that's all I really have to say about that game. There's not much to say. They um, they just got to win. They got a solid win that would have been really useful earlier in the season if it uh, really counted towards anything. But at this point, the players are playing for morale, and at the end of the day, they play to win. So I think that's the most important aspect of that. I think it's time to get into some mailbag questions, which I picked off of my Instagram that I asked a few days before this podcast goes live. So uh, I really request you to go over to that Instagram and um, drop a follow, not only, but also when I post those questions, definitely ask your own questions and see um, see if they can answer on the pod. You may be featured. So let's get into the first one here. At will underscore Ryan 34, is there any way we can trade Sam for a possible second round pick? I do believe it's possible. I mocked Sam earlier in this season to the Indianapolis Colts for a second and fifth round pick, I believe. Um, I think that may be a stretch depending on what teams have him valued at. I do think teams have him valued at a little more than us fans believe because I think teams think Sam still has that talent. And he's been thrown under the covers here in New York due to lack of coaching, um, lack of talent. Um, ill-advised coaching, things like that. So I think if Sam got sent to a team such as Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, um, organizations that generally have a strong ownership group, a strong general manager, I think I think he'll be okay. Strong management. I think Sam Sam needs um, he needs barriers. He 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 needs a foundation, and the Jets really didn't give him that outside of a few weapons on offense. When he came to this team in 2018, he was really working with nothing overall. So um, I think the answer is yes. I think a second-round pick is realistic. I don't know if they can get any more than that um, at this current moment. Uh, Next question here is from at Jet underscore News. How do you feel about the Jets drafting Zach Wilson? Um, We're going to obviously get more into this as the offseason rolls on, but right now Zach Wilson is my number two quarterback behind Trevor Lawrence. This game coming up Sunday, which is New Year's Day, Ohio State versus Clemson, is really going to tell me a, a lot about Justin Fields as he plays a very high-powered team in Clemson. A great, a good, a great defense um, overall. As Clemson is one of the top teams in the nation, so if Justin Fields can really become an outlier to the rest of his team and really show that he can perform at the highest of levels, which he hasn't proven to me yet. Um, I may switch up the rankings, but right now, Zach Wilson's game against UCF um, a week ago proved to me that he has what it takes. Um, he just he looks like a guy who would be flinging. And I know UCF is an unranked team. They, they can't beat anybody. Um, but I, I saw a lot, of, a lot of metrics in that game of Wilson's game that I think he could build upon in the NFL, and I think that will be polished nicely if he's put under a fine coaching staff and has surrounding pieces um next question here is from colin man 10 what is our plan for a running back this offseason um i think joe douglas is going to look at a variety of ways to upgrade the position um i do believe douglas will look in free agency uh think like marlon mack or like i know he's just getting off injury but it's he's gonna look low priced um lower end free agent running backs i believe a veteran um that could really solidify that room because remember frank Gore is not going to be around next year um he's just not going to be here so the jets are going to need a stronger veteran presence behind Lamichael p ryan or in front of Lamichael p ryan shall i say ty johnson and josh matt josh adams if they plan to keep them 
Um, but yeah, he'll look in free agency, possibly draft a running back in the later rounds. Um, I know Najee Harris is going to go earlier. Those kind of running backs, the big names. But I think guys that you're not going to hear of quite yet, he might look at in the later rounds. Um, think like what he did with Michael P. Ryan last year. I think he tries to replicate that if he can't get a solidified piece in free agency overall. Um, but I think Douglas does have a plan at running back. And I think the Jets weren't too bad at running back when Frank Gore wasn't running for two yards a carry. I think when Ty Johnson and Josh Adams took the field um, late in that Rams game, and I believe it was a game before that as well, maybe the Raiders, I might be wrong, but they, they just, they, they were great. And they were able to really bring hope to a running back backfield that wasn't really producing anything when Frank Gore was back there. Um, mind you, he's 37 years old, but the Jets have been pretty good run blocking this year. And I think if they had a younger running back who could really hit the hole and um, make room for himself, I think they would have been fine. Um, but yeah, I think that's what he does at running back overall. Um, next question here is from at Ryan Foster, P-O-W, pal. Uh, who you got at number two overall? What's the least you trade down for? Um, a quick answer here. I don't really have... A specific player number two overall that I'm comfortable with yet. Um, it's very early. The draft is um, still around four months away. Um, there'll be a lot of names floating around there. We don't know if the Jets are looking to trade back. Um, I do believe if they were to trade down, I think they can get a first round pick, multiple second round picks, late rounders, a potential mid end starter, a lot. Um, if they were traded down from number two overall, a team might be coming up for a quarterback. You can get an absolute haul if a team is looking to come up for a quarterback. Um, think when Washington traded up for RG3. Like, it's a lot. So, um, I do believe they can get a haul if they were to trade down. But names right now, obviously, Penny Sewell. Uh, if they're looking for a quarterback, Zach Wilson. Justin Fields is going to be there. Um, wide receiver, which is probably a little more unrealistic this time. Um, but yeah, overall, I think that's what they can get. Um, yeah, those are my thoughts on number two overall. Um, last question here we're going to do is from at Kobe Hutton. Who would you like to take with the three first round, first three draft picks? Okay, so an answer here. So first round, they're going to be looking at quarterback, wide receiver, offensive line, and corner. I think um, I think you're really going to be mainly looking at that quarterback offensive line position at the second overall. Um, if the Jets do draft quarterback, it's going to be it's going to be Wilson or Fields unless some crazy name comes out last minute. Um, with their second first round pick, I could see I could still see wide receiver, corner, and offensive line. Douglas is really going to want to solidify this offensive line this year. I know that for a fact. Um, he's done a great job in his first year. This offensive line has exceeded expectations, in my opinion, except it's especially with his uh, midseason pickup with, of Pat Elfline. I think he really exceeded expectations this year. That's a name that uh, Jets fans should seriously watch out for as the season concludes here. Um, but yeah, overall, both of their first-round picks and their second-round pick, um, as you see the three first-round picks you're regarding, um, I think they look... I think they... Um, Look a lot of offense and defense. I think they look at wide receiver, corner, and O-line specifically. I think those are positions that the Jets have to upgrade further. Maybe outside linebacker, edge position, but I'm not sure Douglas is going to be willing to draft an edge player as they drafted Jabari Zuniga last year, and it hasn't really worked out at this point, although he's very young, very raw. We'll see how uh, he develops later in his career. 
But at this point, that's who I have for the first three overall picks. Now let's hear a quick word from one of our sponsors. Um, at Sports Gambling Guides on Instagram is giving away a brand new PS5 plus $2,000 in prizes to a lucky winner who texts SGGBET, that's SGGBET, to 844-943-3886 to be entered. Text SGGBET to 844-943-3886 to be entered. You must be 21 or older to be eligible. Good luck. So to leave you all with a couple of thoughts as we wrap this podcast up for this week, I hope first you all enjoyed. Um, we are planning to get some guests on. It's just been very busy with the holidays. Um, I'm definitely planning to get some guests on soon, though. Don't worry. Um, tell me what you guys think about this mailbag. I love doing mailbags every week. I think it's a good way to get fans involved. I think it's a good way to get your questions answered. Um, as you probably have many pending questions of this Jets season. It's been a crazy one. So I really appreciate everyone coming here. I think we have somewhat like 80 downloads now. It's outstanding on Apple podcast. I really can't thank you guys enough. Um, and yeah, uh, once we get into the off season, I think we're going to get a lot more traction. I think a lot more people are going to come with their questions and I'm going to be really happy about that. I'm going to be happy to answer them. Um, but overall, I just wanted to say thank you for coming back for episode three, and we'll be back next week with episode four with a possible guest. See ya.